Well, Shabbat Shalom. Last week, we left things on a bit of a cliffhanger with an unknown Joseph telling his brothers he would be keeping Benjamin in Egypt. This week, we'll read the conclusion of Joseph's testing of his brothers. Our parasha this week is called Vayigash, which translates to, and he came near or drew near, and covers Genesis 44, 18 through 47, 27. This parasha shows us how love covers a multitude of sins and the necessity to forgive and reconcile when it's possible. We continue from last week with Judah begging to take Benjamin's punishment for his alleged stealing of Joseph's cup. Judah tells the still unknown Joseph that losing Benjamin would kill their father. Through this act of sacrifice, Judah shows he has become a changed man. He's willing to take the punishment for Jacob's other favorite son. With this display of selflessness, Joseph can no longer maintain his deception. He clears the room and he begins to loudly weep and says, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? His brothers were speechless. They could not believe their brother was not only alive, but so powerful. Joseph then promises to take care of them all and that they should bring everyone, including their father, to Egypt. Then Joseph and Benjamin begin to cry together. The other brothers are not recorded as weeping, but rather they just talk to Joseph. They're still holding themselves back. The brothers were probably incredibly scared that Joseph was going to take his revenge on them. However, Joseph had no desire for revenge. Having made his peace with their sin and understanding his life from a perspective greater than his own. Joseph tells his brothers that they should not be scared. He's going to have to tell them this repeatedly throughout the rest of Genesis. They had sinned by selling him into slavery, but the Lord used it to save many lives during this famine. He had also sent Joseph to save their family as well. So in this situation, we see a family torn apart by jealousy and betrayal restored. You know, even the story reflects this fact. The brothers of Joseph are once again called his brothers, no longer, quote unquote, the men that we saw in Genesis 43. When his brothers were, while his brothers were still stuck in his, in the past, worried that Joseph was going to exact his revenge, Joseph was focused on the present and he was focused on the future, reflected in his immediate concern for his father and for their surviving the famine. After leaving Egypt with many provisions, the brothers eventually reached Jacob. Their father cannot believe that Joseph is alive after mourning him for so many years. Jacob, of course, agrees to go to Egypt so he can see Joseph one more time before he dies. After arriving in Egypt, Joseph meets his family and falls crying on Jacob. The parasha ends with Jacob and his family being given good land for shepherds and Joseph gaining great wealth for Pharaoh through the famine. Vayagash is a fitting name for a parasha focused on coming together. You know, the Lord also 
desires for each of us to draw near to him through Messiah Yeshua. Through the Son of God, there is healing like Joseph experienced and the ability to really reconcile and forgive. Our parasha reminds us that Joseph and his brothers were not the same people they were years ago. They had grown. They had changed. But still, they were not perfect. You know, if we are in Messiah, we have the promise of future perfection. But right now in this life, we are not sinless. Our transformation by the Holy Spirit is a lifelong process. And our struggle with sin, though we have victory, is lifelong as well. Because we are fallen human beings, we will hurt others and be hurt by them as well. You don't get a pass for being a believer. While we might not sell our siblings into slavery, this is a pretty extreme example here in Genesis, many of us have been hurt by our family members and others. If we are honest with ourselves, we can also think of times when we have hurt others as well. But the Lord desires all of us to forgive one another and reconcile when possible, just like Joseph did with his brothers. You know, when I read this parasha, I'm reminded of 1 Peter 4, 8, where we read, above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. We see love cover our sins through Messiah's sacrifice, but there is also a practical application of this verse. We as believers should show the love of God and forgive others and try to reconcile them. Now, I should note that it's not always possible or sometimes even safe to reconcile. Some people can be dangerous. We need to have discernment when doing so and not put ourselves into dangerous situations with dangerous people. But we can let go of pain and hurt and find forgiveness towards others through Adonai without having to put ourselves into those bad situations. We can still handle our side of things. God's word is clear that having compassion for our brothers and sisters in the Lord is not optional. We're just wrapping up 1 John. This is a major theme through 1 John that we're hitting again and again pretty much every week of the Bible study because it's overwhelming in its uh, in 1 John, the importance of having compassion for our brothers and sisters. Messiah Yeshua himself, taught us to forgive our family, our enemies, and one another. So we need to reconcile wherever possible. We must remember in his prayer, we are taught that if the Lord is gracious enough to forgive us our sins and trespasses, we need to do the same to others. For some of us, this may seem impossible. Wounds that have festered for so long. But with the Lord, scripture tells us, all things are possible. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we do not have to be the same person today we were yesterday. You know, this is a very personal issue for many of us, myself included, but the Lord can really heal us to give us a heart that is willing to forgive like Joseph and to build bridges, especially when we see people as more than their mistakes towards us. When we see them the way God sees them. I've seen it in my own life, and he is there for healing in your life as well. 
in his time if you let him work within you. May the Lord, the healer of the broken, give us true shalom, true peace and wholeness that comes only from him. May we all experience his love in our lives and be made tender by it. May he give us the strength to forgive and bring us together wherever possible and the wisdom to know how to safely do so. Thank you.